Thank you for listening to the Pulse Podcast Network. Be sure to check out the rest of the network at PulsePodcastNetwork.com. Give everybody a listen and follow. What's going on, guys, and welcome to an emergency edition of the Deep South Podcast, where we are bringing you weekly Pelicans, Saints, and LSU Tigers coverage by fans for fans. As you know, I'm one of your hosts, Landon, and you can find me at Hot Pelicans Takes on Twitter. And as I said, it's an emergency today, um, and there's a lot that we're about to get into regarding the Pelicans, because if you haven't already heard, Anthony Davis has requested a trade from the New Orleans Pelicans via his agent, Rich Paul. Um, he gave that information to Adrian Wojnarowski, who tweeted it out early Monday morning. And uh, right as I woke up in the morning and picked up my phone, um, I was overcome by depression and anger, <laughs> among other emotions, um, because it, it looks like the Anthony Davis era is um, is shortly coming to an end in New Orleans. And... Um, and what pretty much seems like a momentous failure uh, on the part of the Pelicans organization, on Anthony Davis, um, on just everybody involved. And uh, and it seems like a good time to go ahead and part ways with uh, superstar Anthony Davis and uh, move on to, um, to the future um, of this Pelicans franchise. Hopefully uh, go into a true rebuild or something close to that, able to build through the draft accumulate some assets and uh and we'll get into all of that and the ramifications that it will have on the team going forward as well as the Pelicans organization as a whole. So um so let's get started with some uh some initial topics um that came out as a result of this um trade request and uh the first big thing is um is the question that uh will Anthony Davis demand to uh, to have a trade to the Lakers? Um, so as we know, Rich Paul is, um, is Anthony Davis's agent currently, and he's also the agent of LeBron James, among other guys with, uh, with Clutch Sports. And, um, and all indications from, uh, from his side, from a lot of media members, um, it seems like um, this timing with the trade request was uh, very uh, intended, intended and, um, you know, and, uh, and had a, a specific purpose because um, the Celtics won't be able to get into the mix for this trade until the summer due to the, uh, the Rose rule um, with Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving's contracts and everything. Um, they can't have two of those contracts on the same roster. Um, so until they re-sign Kyrie to another contract, they're not going to be able to get in the mix for AD right now. Um, so a lot of people think that um, because he released this information before the trade deadline, that um, that they're going to try to force the Pelicans' hand and uh, and make him uh, be traded to the Lakers or demand a trade to the Lakers um, so that he can go play with LeBron James. So we'll talk about um, a bunch of different trade packages that uh, we can consider and uh, and um, and think about in terms of how it would benefit this team and how it would benefit Anthony Davis. 
Um, so we'll talk about those near the end of the podcast. But um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, the timing is interesting to say the least. Um, and hopefully, uh, they they won't announce something like that. Like he will demand a trade to the Lakers or something like that. Um, I know that that's what a lot of people think and. His initial uh, comments about it were that he wanted to go to a contender and uh, and somebody uh, that consistently wins, a team that's consistent uh, in their winning ways and um and uh, setting you know setting them up for some long term success, uh, which the Pelicans have not been able to provide for Anthony Davis in his seven seasons here. Um, so that's what he was initially looking for. Now, if he will um broad, uh, narrow that that scope of where he wants to go and, and say that he only wants to be traded to the Lakers or something like that, then I guess we'll go from there. Um, but, but yeah, that would, that would be really unfortunate. Uh, it really narrowed the, um, the Pelicans and put them in a tough position, um, you know, only being able to trade him to one team. So hopefully that's not going to be the case, but, um, but it is um, a pretty popular belief right now among national media that, they will demand a trade to the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, yeah, another big thing that came out was a quote from Alvin Gentry, head coach of the Pelicans. Um, after the trade, um, the trade demands and trade requests came out uh, from Anthony Davis. They had another report uh, from an interview from Gentry that said that Gentry had asked Anthony Davis to finish out playing the rest of the season, and that uh, and that they wanted Anthony Davis to. To, to come out and play the rest of the season for the team. That's utterly ridiculous. That's completely stupid and ignorant. I don't know why Alvin Gentry would be... I don't know why he'd be interested in having Anthony Davis back um, after he was requested to trade it to the team. He doesn't want to be on the team anymore. So why would you force him to play? Force him to play with a team that he doesn't want to be with. Um, force him to kill the chemistry in the locker room with a bunch of other players that... May or may not be on the team in a couple of years if we if we blow it up and rebuild and everything. But at the same time, I mean, I mean we're still trying to to play basketball to develop the young guys um, and to build something. Um, even though we're not going to have Anthony Davis going forward, and and to have him back on the court playing with the team that he doesn't want to be on, playing on a team that should at this point not be trying to win games. Um, you know, I'm not going to say full out tanking because you know tanking isn't isn't a good thing to do. Uh, I don't think a lot of teams should like just purposely lose, but at the same time, I mean, um, if Anthony Davis is going to be gone, then we have no incentive to, to win games and try to make the playoffs and that kind of stuff. Uh, we need to be making far-sighted moves. Um, we need to be thinking about the future and trying to get the best return for Anthony Davis. And if Anthony Davis comes back and plays the rest of the season and gets some huge injury or gets injured for the rest of the season and, and uh, his trade value goes down, then that's going to destroy the future of the Pelicans organization. I mean, uh, a lot is going to ride on the return that we can get for Anthony Davis um, in terms of how what we can build here, how much uh, long-term success we can potentially have. And um and if we can see uh, um a future that's worth that's worth having with the Pelicans organization post AD. Um so yeah, so I just think that's really ignorant and I just don't understand why uh Alvin Gentry would even think that that's a good idea to have him come out and play after he's already said he doesn't want to be with the team and he wants to be traded away. Um beside the fact that he's kind of just an injury prone player and and uh you know, at, in any particular game he can leave with an injury. Um, yeah, I just don't think that this is a very smart idea. 
And hopefully um, Alvin Gentry sees that. Um, but then again, I mean, this report came out, and, and it seems like he's he's really asking and, and almost it looks like it's begging AD to please come back and um, and play games because, frankly, at this point, Alvin Gentry's coaching for his job. I mean, he knows that if Anthony Davis is gone and the team's not winning and everything, then he's gone too um, because he's had – little to no success here we had the one playoff run last year and that's it his his uh record as a coach is is not something to to bat an eye at I mean it's pretty pretty unimpressive and then on top of that he um he's had a really really awful season this year and he's about to lose his star player um so I I know that he's coaching for his job he and you know he he wants the the team to start winning games to start playing better but you know th- that's just not the, the um not the the decision you should be making at this point in time um Anthony Davis is as good as gone he's going to be traded uh if not this season definitely this summer at some point and uh and you want to get the best return for AD I don't care if you're I don't care if Alvin Gentry is going to still be on this team he needs to be looking out for the best interest of the team and the organization um and telling Anthony Davis to come back and play on a team that he doesn't want to be on is not um the the right way to go about that so so hopefully he will um he will you know adjust his way of thinking through all this and uh and just change his mind about that because yeah that's just I, I I don't understand that um so let's move on um yeah so uh this next topic I'm going to talk about is based on a question I got from at Nola Leader uh on Twitter Twitter he was talking about if we had any rumors regarding uh Nikola Mirotic Julius Randall and Etwan Moore um, and some potential deals that we could get back for them. I haven't heard any specific rumors um, about uh, a potential return for them, what the Pelicans are looking for. I haven't heard any of that too much, but I have heard that the Pelicans are putting Miritich, Randall, and Etwan Moore on the block. So um, it's read, it's um, it's known uh, league-wide that they are available, and the Pelicans are, um, are fielding offers for them right now, but um, they, I haven't heard anything about what they're looking for or the potential returns that they could get for those players. So just keep an eye out. Um, I'm sure they'll update some reports in, in the uh, in the last uh, few weeks before the trade deadline, and uh, if we can get anything for them, I'm sure uh, you know more specific, concrete deals that uh, that are on the table will come out for that. But uh, uh, as of now, I just know that Miritich Randall and Etwan Moore are um, available and they're, they're, um, they're, yeah, they're available for trade and, and the Pelicans are, are uh, taking offers for them right now. Um, so the next topic um, is based on something from at Nick Overboard underscore. Um, this is the last part of, um, these topics that we're going to discuss. So, um, he asked, will Drew Holiday be made available? Drew Holiday, um, has been playing like an all-star this year. He's been averaging 21 points, eight rebounds, um, sorry, 21 points, eight assists, almost five rebounds. Um, he's averaging career highs pretty much across the board. And, um, and he's just been really, really great this season. He's been a a two-way force, um, every time that he plays and, and uh and I was hoping that we'd be able to to hang on to him after um all the Anthony Davis stuff went down. He's a really good locker room presence. I'm sure he'd be a great voice to have for some young guys. And um and if we can get um the deals that that I'm looking for, then perhaps we could compete uh with Drew Holiday staying and being, you know, another star on this team and and taking more of the the shots and things at the end of the game um and taking, you know, Anthony Davis's scoring load on full force um so it'd be great if he would stay 
But um, but however, there have been uh, there was a report after the Anthony Davis trade news went out that um that Drew Holiday said that um he ninety uh, percent of the reason that he resigned um uh, a few years ago was that Anthony Davis was here and and that Anthony Davis was staying and um and he wanted to play with Anthony Davis and that was like ninety percent of the um of the reason that he resigned which I don't totally buy considering he's making a ton of money like I think he got signed for like a hundred and twenty six million dollar deal or something like that I mean he's making bank um I, I don't think that uh I think that the 90 percent um AD as the reason he resigned is a little overstated considering how much money he's getting paid by the team but um but yeah it's certainly not a great thing to hear for a fan base that was just told that their superstar player um, wants to be traded and then now their second best player is also saying that the only reason he wanted to be there was because of player a and uh yeah it's just it's just a lot to take on at once for a pelicans fan it's been a rough week um you know my monday morning as much as we all hate mondays i woke up to um to anthony davis uh saying that he wants to be traded monday morning so that made my monday um a million times better um but yeah so we're going to take a short break here, and uh, when I come back, we're going to talk more about um, Anthony Davis' uh, trade packages um, from some different teams, what they could offer, the future of the franchise, and ramifications that's going to have on the team moving forward. And uh, Dell Demps and Alvin Gentry, um, are they going to still be with the team next year? We'll talk about that at the reset. Yeah, so before we move on to the second half of the podcast, I just want to briefly tell you guys about the Pulse Podcast Network application that we just came out with. So um, the Pulse Podcast Network has just come out with their very own application that's available on iOS as well as Google Play. And um, if you go check that out, you type in Pulse Podcast Network in the App Store, um, then you're going to find our podcast where you can find all the podcasts that are available uh, through the Pulse Podcast Network, all the podcasts we offer covering NBA, NFL, wrestling, pretty much anything you could think of, movies, comics, music. Uh, We cover a lot of things um, inside and outside of the sports world. Um, So go check out the application. You're going to get access to all of our network podcasts as well as a Twitter feed for the the network and an open forum, uh, an anonymous forum where you can come and ask questions to uh, the different hosts that we have at the podcast network. And, uh, and get their takes on uh, whatever you have questions about. So go download the Pulse Podcast Network application available wherever you get your apps from. All right, guys, welcome back to the Deep South Podcast. Um, let's get right into the last topic I'm going to talk about before we get into our, our trade packages for AD. We're going to explore some uh, some different teams, quite a few different teams that um that could possibly put up deals and some deals that I um that I got from different people on Twitter and whatnot. Um so we're gonna check those out. Uh but first let's talk about Dell Demps and Alvin Gentry. Uh are they gonna keep their job after this season? Um yeah, it absolutely not, in my opinion. I think that they're both gonna I think it's time to clean house uh in the Pelicans front office and on the coaching staff. Um yeah, Alvin Gentry is going to be the first to go, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. It, it it just kind of depends on how it goes. Dell Demps could be fired after the trade deadline, and then they might just let Alvin Gentry uh, coach the rest of the season and then let him go. So in that uh, case, he he might um, he might keep his job for a little bit longer than Demps. But I I personally I think that the one that's most um, deserving of losing his job is Alvin Gentry. Um, 
and probably the most talent that he's been provided since he's been here having Alvin Gen- um sorry not Alvin Gentry having Anthony Davis uh putting up career numbers um you know and just getting better every single season you have Drew Holiday putting up career numbers you have Julius Randle putting up the best numbers of his career almost averaging 20 points and and uh nine rebounds um you have Nikola Mirotic who's been a solid uh scorer and contributor no matter what his role has been um you have Etwan Moore and Alfred Payton two other um, you know, double digit plus a game scores. Um, and then you, you just have lots of people contributing on the offensive end. And, uh, and while they have, you know, their problems are obviously on defense. I think they're ranked as like the 27th worst defense, um, worst defense in the league as of now. So the defense has obviously been their struggles, but I mean, they've had the talent to compete on every night to outscore teams. And, um, and mainly it's just been effort and it's been lack of, um, you know, creativity uh, on the side of coaching. I mean, he obviously isn't uh, hampering the defense too much. I mean, he talks about it in press conferences, but I mean, um, I just can't imagine that he's, um, you know, he's been really ins- insistent about the defensive effort and, and playing better on the defensive end of the floor and that they're just either tuning him out for whatever reason, which would also be a coaching problem, you know, if they don't want to listen to the coach, uh, the one who's telling them what they need to do to be successful and win games. Um, if you know if that's just if that voice is just going in one ear and out the other, then then there's definitely time for a change. And I think that there's time for a change with Alvin Gentry. He hasn't impressed with his time here, um, his record as a coach overall. Um, you know, the most success he's had was an assistant on the Golden State Warriors staff, which like, okay, they went seventy three and nine that year. I think everybody knew. Um, you know, in those last couple years. Um, yeah, it's just it's just um it's just rough. And uh they're probably yeah, they're probably going to both lose their jobs. Um I it, mainly the thing that is frustrating for me and um as I gather my thoughts here, you know, we just have to know what who's making the decisions up top. That's the big thing that we have to figure out. Um because right now it's just really unclear who has the uh the say, who's pulling the strings in the in the Pelicans front office because you have um, a guy like Mickey Loomis, who is like supposed to be the, um, you know, the the kind of basketball operations, um, the director of basketball operations uh, for the team, and uh, and he's MIA most of the time. They never really give out um, a whole lot of um, a whole lot of press releases and stuff uh, compared to some other teams. Um, they don't. Uh, it just doesn't seem like Dell Demps can make the decisions that he needs to make. He doesn't get the freedom to uh to to do what he sees fit with the roster. Um and if that's the case, then we need to get somebody else up top pulling the strings that knows basketball because Mickey Loomis um he already has his plate full with the New Orleans Saints. It's obvious that basketball is not his uh, you know, number one priority in New Orleans. And so we need to get somebody that does make uh basketball their priority and knows what they're doing um and has a basketball mind. Uh, that's going to help this team build from the pretty much the ground up because that's probably what it's going to take um, after trading away you know a superstar like Anthony Davis um, after seven years of of you know failure. So we need to get somebody at the top that can make these basketball decisions, and uh, I think Dell Demps is going to go. I think Alvin Gentry is going to go, um, and I think it's time to clean house with with this Pelicans coaching staff with the Pelicans front office. Um, and I think it's time to set a new culture and, and um, establish a new identity here in New Orleans. And uh, until we do that, 
Um, you know, it's going to be rough for Pelicans fans um, these next couple years, rebuilding and everything. Um, you know, it's not going to be fun. And and uh, I know we've been through this before. Pelicans fans kind of expect this. And uh, we probably all knew this day was coming. But um, but it really is here. And uh, and Anthony Davis is no longer wants to be a Pelican. So um, as angry and frustrating and uh, frustrated as we all may be and and you know it, it is hard to see a, a you know a talent like that go um, somebody who you know puts up the some of the best numbers in the league he he, has, he just hasn't been able to to consistently um, put together wins with this team and um, I don't know if that's from the front office and the moves they made which they certainly haven't always uh, made the best moves you know like stains on Deldims' record like Omir Oshik and Solomon Hill uh, and Eric Gordon and Tyreek Evans with their injury troubles and stuff. Um, but in the past few years, it seemed like they've they've done a pretty okay job with uh, re-signing Drew Holiday, who's now a borderline all-star player. Um, you have DeMarcus Cousins, Nikola Miritich, Julius Randle, Elford Payton, guys like that who um, have been contributors on this team. But But for whatever reason, it just hasn't been enough to consistently win and um and now Anthony Davis is on his way out. So um so without further ado, let's get into some trade packages for Anthony Davis that um that I've been trying to collect on Twitter. I'll probably have like a whole episode at some point where I'm just talking about different packages and what the most likely one will be and what I and what I want to get for for Anthony Davis, but uh but for now, uh I put together a solid list of 6 um so far six different teams that could put together some packages for Anthony Davis. Um, let me just go through quickly um, the couple on here on this list that I think that uh, that team would have no chance or I just definitely would not be interested in it, in this deal. So the first one is uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, and they would offer Dennis Schroeder, Jeremy Grant, Terrence Ferguson, and two first-round picks. Uh, this is from my, my friend at ThunderBeat on Twitter. He uh, He sent me this trade request. And, um, yeah, personally, I, I just don't think the Thunder have a chance. I don't think this deal gets it done. Um, Dennis Schroeder, uh, while he's still a, a relatively young point guard, he's only really played um, – he was a starter on a really, really bad Hawks team, and then now he's uh, he's been the backup on uh, the Thunder and has and has been pretty productive in his minutes. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a, he's a solid player, um, and I think that he's probably going to be one of the best – backup point guards if not the best backup point guard in the league but I really don't see him as a solid starting point guard in this league um and and I don't think that he's gonna ever really be a super efficient scorer I don't I don't think he's ever gonna be a great defender um so I don't really see um too too much up more upside in him um and then those picks are, are basically meaningless I mean they're from the Thunder the Thunder are good um, so I'm not really too worried about that deal. So let's just scratch that one off right there. Um, you know, I like, I really like Steven Adams too. And, uh, and I know he's still relatively young. I think he's only 25 years old, but, but, uh, I mean, he's just an old school and old style of big man. Uh, and the market for that is, uh, is dwindling. And I, and I think that, um, if the Pelicans are going to trade Anthony Davis, they need to start building around wing players and guards and switchable people that can, uh, that can play both ends. Uh, that can score the basketball and uh, and move the ball and don't need the ball in their hands too too much, but mainly just some switchable 
wings uh, and build around wing players and guards, not uh, not big men anymore. Um, the do it big era in in, uh, in New Orleans is certainly over if we're going to be trading Anthony Davis. So um, so let's just put that one to rest. Uh, so the next deal that I'm uh, you know not too interested in is uh, from the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I got one. Uh, from one of my Blazers followers, I, I forgot who gave me this. I apologize. Um, uh, I'll I'll give you some props on Twitter if you if you let me know. But but yeah. So um so this one was uh, C J McCollum, either uh, Yusuf Nurkic or Zach Collins. Uh, their their young guy Simons. I haven't really seen him too much, but uh but a young guy from them, and then uh and then a couple picks or multiple picks from them, which uh, C J McCollum's already twenty seven years old. So I think that this would be a very um, short-sighted move for the Pelicans. I don't think that he has too, too much upside. I don't think he's going to be getting much better than what he is right now. And, uh, and he's definitely not going to be the, uh, the best player on like a, you know, a top four team in, in the league. You know, he has Damian Lillard. I don't think he's going to lead his team very, very far. So, excuse me. So, um, so yeah, I'm not really too interested in that deal. I do like Zach Collins a little bit, but I don't think it's it's worth it. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think that Blazers deal is gonna cut it. But yeah, let's talk about the four main deals that I'm gonna talk about tonight. Um, one of these may not be realistic, and um, and I don't even know if they're interested in Anthony Davis, but we're gonna talk about him. So the first one is uh, the one I'm a little skeptical about. This is uh, for the 76ers, if they wanted to trade for AD, um, maybe a deal of Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, and a first-round pick. Um, And I would do this deal like yesterday. I would love to have Ben Simmons in a Pelicans uniform, a guy that used to be in Louisiana, even though I didn't like him when he was at LSU uh, because he seems a little arrogant and kind of talked bad about the school when he left. He's still a great talent nonetheless. Uh, I think he's going to be a superstar in the NBA for sure. And um and it'd be cool to see him here. It'd be great if he could develop a jump shot, but even if he can't, um I still think he's gonna be a really great player. And uh and Markel Fultz was the former number one pick, so um even though he's had his jump shot uh struggles, whatever's going on with him, if it's like a shoulder injury or whatever, um I'm not sure. Uh that, that whole situation is just really strange to me. But um but I still think he's a really good talent and uh he would be a good a good fit here in New Orleans and then a first round pick from them. Um, so I don't know if the 76ers would be interested in Anthony Davis or if they'd be willing to to part from Ben Simmons. But um, but if they would, then that would certainly be uh, a deal that I would explore. The next one is uh, is one that I'm really, really interested in. And um, hopefully this comes around at the trade deadline or this summer when we trade them. But, um, but this is with the New York Knicks um, for Frank uh, Nilakina. Kristaps Porzingis, Kevin Knox, and a first-round pick. Um, I would probably do this deal yesterday. Um, I really like Kevin Knox. Uh, he's a big wing player that can shoot the three. That's uh, that it's improved as this season's gone on after a rough start. Um, and I think that he's going to be a really good talent. Uh, Frank Nilakina, uh, more of a defensive player. He hasn't really shown too much on offense at all. But um, but he could definitely be one of the best defensive point guards in the league, and I think that he's going to be a good player, um, and probably like a starting point guard to really really good uh, a bench point guard that can guard uh, multiple positions. So he would be cool. Uh, Chris Tapps Porzingis, he's had his injury struggles and whatnot, but he's still really really young. He's still definitely going to be an all star in this league. He was putting up career numbers last year before his injury. And uh, I would love to get Porzingis on this team. He's an exciting player. He plays. He plays hard and he plays defense. 
Um, and then a first-round pick from them, which would be valuable because the, the Knicks could be in the lottery this year. They could get the first pick in the draft and get Zion. Uh, so that would be pretty awesome if we could grab him uh, from Duke. But, yeah, so let's move on to the two main deals that people are looking at, uh, the first of which being the Los Angeles Lakers deal, which um, I'm kind of hoping we don't take uh, and that Anthony Davis doesn't force our hand with this one. But um, But the one that I would be looking at, for a Lakers deal is Brandon Ingram, Zubach, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart, and um, and one or two first round picks from them. Um, I that that deal's okay. Um, I do like Josh Hart. I think he's going to be a good talent. Brandon Ingram, um, you know his values kind of moved down um, across the league, and he hasn't really shown too much in his first few years. Um, but who knows? Maybe he could take a big leap in the next few years and, and become something special. Um, so that'd be cool. Zubac has played really well this season, and um, and could turn into something. Um, and then and then their picks, which um, their picks, you know, would be probably be like middle to late first round. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. But but yeah, the Lakers deal would be okay. Uh, it'd probably be like the third or fourth deal for me that would get it done, and and I wouldn't be, um, you know, pushing for that kind of deal. The main deal that I would be pushing for, which is going to be at the very top of my list, is with the Boston Celtics which, uh, as I talked about, wouldn't be able to get done until this summer uh, because of the Rose Rule stuff. But the Celtics could offer um, a package of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and a first-round pick. Um, I would do this deal so quickly. Um, Jason Tatum is undoubtedly going to be an all-star in this league, uh, if not you know, one of the best players in the league at some point. Um, and he's a wing player that can score in isolation. Um, he can move the ball. He can play defense. Um, he can shoot the three really well. He's an efficient player. And, um, yeah, yeah, that would just be a really, really great deal. I, I, I would love to get Jason Tatum on this team and build around that guy. Um, Jalen Brown's also going to be a really good player, probably a solid starter in this league. Uh, he's a good defensive player as well. His offense is up and down. He's he's kind of been struggling uh, shooting from the field this year. But um, but his defensive upside definitely helps with that, and then uh, Gordon Hayward. Hopefully, um, he can get back to where he was in Utah, and if that's the case, um, that would be a potential investment. Even though his deal is is pretty uh pretty big, he's making around thirty million dollars a year. Um, so that'd be a lot to pay for him. Um, you know, after getting off of Anthony Davis, but maybe he'll get back to what he used to be and get back to All Star caliber player. Um, and which would be great. And then a first round pick, um, uh, which hopefully would be Memphis's pick from 2021, uh, which would be a really valuable pick if they're going to blow it up, uh, and trade Mike Conley and Marc Gasol. But those are just six of the trade packages that, uh, I'm considering and looking at so far and that people have sent me on Twitter. Um, so I'm going to be fielding many more of those trade offers and trade packages that you guys have on Twitter. So keep sending them to me. I'm going to make a podcast strictly devoted to trade packages for Anthony Davis before the deadline. So um send me all your trade packages whether they crazy or um you know or modest, it's okay. Uh I'll do the the good, the bad and the ugly on here. Um so yeah. Um I'm going to do a podcast just on that and uh and we'll see what happens in the next few weeks with this Anthony Davis situation. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Deep South podcast bringing you your Pelicans, Saints, and LSU Tigers coverage by fans for fans. The podcast is brought to you by the Pulse Podcast Network. Uh, Go download our application that I spoke on earlier. And 
that's going to do it for this edition. So um, so go subscribe to the podcast. Um, share us on Twitter if you can. Give us a rating. Uh, give us a comment. Let you know what you think about the. Uh, let us know what you think about the podcast and interact with us on Twitter. Um, we're always taking your questions, trying to get new topics and everything to talk about on the podcast. So interact with us and uh, let me know what you think. But that's going to do it for this episode. Have a good week, Pelicans fans, and uh, don't cry too much tonight. <laughs>